Several years ago, a new feature on cell phones allowed business people to stay in contact with other employees in a constant walkie-talkie style. No dialing, no ringing, just talking. It's glorious and amazing that a child of God can communicate with the Father walkie-talkie style. When trouble arises, it is so comforting to have the God of all so nigh, a God who has the solution for the trouble. Psalms 46, 1, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Psalms 37, 39, and 40, but the salvation of the righteous is of the Lord. He is their strength in the time of trouble. And the Lord shall help them and deliver them. He shall deliver them from the wicked and save them because they trust in him. Are you born again, born a second time, this time of the Spirit of God? Would you like to have a God you can talk to, walkie-talkie style? The God of all who is a very present help in trouble? Would you like to have all your sin and shame expunged from your record? Would you like to be set free from all Satan's deadly bondages? Would you like to start all over again, this time with the power to lead a life of joy and victory? Sounds too good to be true? It is true. Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said, Leviticus 11, 1 through 8, And the Lord spake unto Moses and to Aaron, saying unto them, Speak unto the children of Israel, saying, These are the beasts that ye shall eat among all the beasts that are on the earth. Whatsoever parteth the hoof, and is cloven-footed, and cheweth the cud among the beast, that shall ye eat. Nevertheless, these shall ye not eat of them that chew the cud, or of them that divide the hoof, as the camel, because he cheweth the cud, but divideth not the hoof, he is unclean unto you. And the coney, because he cheweth the cud, but divideth not the hoof, he is unclean unto you. And the hare, because he cheweth the cud, but divideth not the hoof, he is unclean unto you. And the swine, though he divide the hoof, and be cloven-footed, yet he cheweth not the cud, he is unclean unto you. Of their flesh shall ye not eat, and their carcass shall ye not touch, they are unclean unto you. God said, Deuteronomy 14, verse 8, And the swine, because it divideth the hoof, yet cheweth not the cud, it is unclean unto you, ye shall not eat of their flesh, nor touch their dead carcass. God said, Proverbs chapter 20, 20 through 22, My son, attend to my words, incline thine ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes, keep them in the midst of thine heart, for they are life unto those that find them, and health to all their flesh. Man said, there is no benefit in observing biblical prohibitions. Do your own thing. Don't be inhibited by an old book of foolishness. Now the record. Welcome to God Said, Man Said, feature 767. This feature will once again prove the fool inerrancy found in God's majority text, Holy Bible. All of these features are archived here in text and streaming audio for the edification of the children of God and as bait for the fishers of men. Every Thursday Eve, God willing, they grow by one. Be sure to take advantage of three very useful tools on God Said, Man Said. 
One, you have questions? God has answers. Whatever your question, type a keyword in the search bar top right and watch the screen populate with related information from Adam and Eve to quantum physics. Two, use the tell a friend feature above to send a message to someone you love. It is so quick and easy. Three, imagine you can download nearly 250 hours of God Said, Man Said features to your electronic device. Listen to one every day. Thank you for coming. We are honored by your visit. May God's face shine upon you in your house. Should it be a surprise to any that the creator of the universe would have special insights into the things he has made? Should one be surprised that the book he authored for us to read would serve as an owner's manual of how to possess your own vessels and health and life? Should it be a surprise that this holy Bible is a very literal roadmap on how to navigate an earth festooned with dangerous life-shortening pitfalls, and this book would even show the way to eternal fountain of youth? To the redeemed, such knowledge is wonderful to behold, but to the skeptical sons of Adam, such thoughts are foolishness. The sweet psalmist of Israel knew the benefits of obedience right well. Psalms 19, verse 11, Moreover, by them is thy servant warned, and in keeping of them there is great reward. Today's feature will make this truth exceedingly clear. One of the four proof platforms employed on God Said, Man Said also gives this site its name. On this platform, one is offered undeniable proof. It's called God Said, Man Said the Record. It goes like this. God said yes. Man said no. Here are the results of no. Thousands of years before science begins to comprehend, God's word is already there. God Said, Man Said has posted many features on Old Testament dietary laws, and this feature will add to this series. It is true that the New Testament believer is no longer bound by these dietary laws, and that we can sanctify the supper table unto God with the prayer of faith. But keep in mind that the vast, vast majority of this world cannot do that. It behooves the unsaved to observe these Old Testament laws, and when they don't, the consequences are quite deadly. Also keep in mind that the earth's basic biology has not changed from the time of Moses until today. Today's news reports on the problems with processed meats with pork products getting special attention. Biblical issues are not, ad are not addressed in these features, including clean and unclean creatures, the purging of the blood before consumption, cross-contamination issues arising from handling clean and unclean meats, the proper cooking of meats, and more. We will again bring some of these issues to your attention. The headline of the Newsmax.com October 23, 2015 feature reads, Bacon Processed Meats as Dangerous as Smoking. Several paragraphs follow. Maybe you should rethink putting pork on your fork. Global health authorities are issuing a new warning that bacon and other processed meats contain cancer-causing substances with the highest of five possible rankings, making them as lethal as cigarettes. 
The World Health Organization is preparing to publish a report by the World Cancer Research Fund International, a leading global authority on cancer prevention research related to diet, weight, and physical activity that strongly advises limiting the amount of processed meats in the diet to prevent cancer, according to the Telegraph. The WCRF advises that people can reduce their bowel cancer risk by eating no more than 500 grams cooked weight per week of red meat, such as beef, pork, and lamb, the report states. It is expected to list processed meat as carcinogenic to humans, the highest of five possible rankings, the same classification as cigarettes, arsenic, asbestos, and alcohol. The WCRF and other health authorities have warned for several years that there is strong evidence that consuming a lot of red meat can cause bowel cancer. But it now says there is strong evidence even small quantities of processed meats increase cancer risk. Processed meats are also often manufactured with a carcinogenic ingredient known as sodium nitrite used as a color fixer to turn packaged meats a bright red color so they look fresh. The chemical can result in the formation of cancer-causing nitrosamines in the human body. Diets high in beef and processed meats are also linked with cardiovascular disease and uh, diabetes, two other leading killers worldwide. Last summer, the WCRF completed a detailed review of 7,000 clinical studies examining links between diet and cancer. The analysis concluded processing uh, processed meats, excuse me, are too dangerous for human consumption. A recent University of Hawaii study also found that processed meats increased the risk of pancreatic cancer by 67 percent. Another study revealed that every 50 grams of processed meat consumed daily increases the risk of colorectal cancer by 21 percent. Food items that can include sodium nitrite, bacon, beef jerky, sausage, hot dogs, sandwich meats, frozen meats, and canned soups containing meat, pasta foods with meat sauces, and products sold at public schools, restaurants, hospitals, hotels, and theme parks. To cut cancer risk from food, many health experts advise eat more plant-based foods, whole grains, and lean sources of protein. Limit consumption of red meat and processed meats. Avoid sweets and processed foods that contain high levels of chemicals and additives. Follow diets rich in healthy fats, such as the Mediterranean diet, which is packed with olive oil, fish, vegetables, and fresh foods, end of quotes. Fox News quotes Reuters, October 26, 2015. Eating processed meat can cause bowel cancer in humans, while red meat is likely cause of the disease, WHO experts said on Monday in findings that could sharpen debate over the merits of a meat-based diet. The France-based International Agency for Research on Cancer, part of the WHO, put processed meat like hot dogs and ham in its Group 1 list, which already includes tobacco, asbestos, and diesel fumes, for which there is sufficient evidence of cancer leaks, end of quote. Headline, November 6, 2015, in the week. Bacon, the threat on your breakfast plate. Excerpts follow. Perhaps no two words together are more likely to set the Internet aflame than bacon and cancer, said Sarah Zong in Wired.com. So it's unsurprising that yelps of devastation and disbelief were heard across the planet this week 
when the World Health Organization classified the processed meat, along with hot dogs, as a Group 1 carcinogen, the same high-risk cancer category of cigarettes, asbestos, and plutonium. Just 1.8 ounces of bacon daily, the equivalent of two strips, raises a person's risk of colorectal cancer by 18%, warned the WHO. Sadly, bacon and hot dogs aren't the only meats that have been fingered, said Mara Jukas in WashingtonPost.com. A whole range of salted, cured, and smoked meats have also earned the high-risk classification, most probably because the nitrites used as preservatives can form carcinogenic compounds in the body. Count me out, said Phil Rosenthal in the Chicago Tribune. Some of us are true Americans, and we're standing strong. You can have our bacon and Italian sausages when you pry them from our greasy dead hands, which may be no more than a decade or two from now if this report is right. End of quotes. Pork in particular has numerous negative health consequences devoid of problematic processing. Excerpts from several God Said, Man Said features follow, which will demonstrate that eating biblically unclean foods is a very bad practice. God Said, Man Said feature, the pig came knocking. It's simply not possible. If the word of God, his judgments, precepts, and commandments are true and righteous altogether, and they are, disobeying them must, by necessity, come with negative results. It is simply not possible to generate any other outcome. God doesn't give his instructions seeking some kind of self-gratification, but being the wise creator of everything, he is fully aware of the deadly results of disregarding them. Inherent within every commandment of God is a blessing or a curse. Obey and receive the blessing of doing the right thing, or disobey and suffer the curse of doing the wrong thing. It is just that simple. God spends a considerable amount of time in the book that he authored addressing dietary issues. Those looking for proof of the inerrancy of Holy Writ can settle their concerns right here. Thousands of years before man's science began to discern the issue, God's science declares it. The absolute inerrancy of God's word not only proves its supernatural source, but it is also simply breathtaking. Line after line, precept after precept is woven into a most marvelous record that never ceases to inspire and deliver those who embrace it with ears bowed down. Words such as enlightening, empowering, exhilarating come to mind. All other books, which are the compilation of the thoughts of men and of devils, must bow down to the book. Consider this short, uh, short list of problems with disregarding God's commandments concerning swine. 1. The toxicity of the swine's flesh is ranked extremely high, on about the same level as the rat and the groundhog. 2. Trichinosis. Dr. E.A. Widmer of the School of Public Health, Loma Linda University, had this to say. Pork, con pork consumption is now associated with coronary heart disease, cancer, and certain communicable diseases. Pigs are noteworthy as hosts for the intestinal trichina roundworm. Trichinella sperialis, which causes the disease trichinosis, a disease with symptoms that doctors often attribute to intestinal flu, pneumonia, or rheumatism. A more complete list of symptoms of the trichinosis infection was listed by the Division of Parasitic Diseases National Center of Infectious Diseases. Nausea, diarrhea, vomiting, fatigue, fever, and abdom abdominal discomfort are the first symptoms of trichinosis. 
headaches, fevers, chills, cough, eye swelling, aching joints, muscle pains, itchy skin, and diarrhea or constipation follow the first symptoms. If the infection is heavy, patients may experience difficulty coordinating movements and have heart and breathing problems. In severe cases, death occurs. End of quote. Number three, the tapeworm reaching lengths of 21 feet can simulate brain tumors, epilepsy, and other neurological and psychiatric disorders. Number four, Yersinia enterocolitica. 103 lots of 3,375 pigs were tested, and 92.2% were carrying YE. Children are most frequently affected with signs of abdominal pain, fever, diarrhea, nausea, and vomiting. The disease can range in severity from self-limiting gastroenteritis to potentially fatal septicemia. 5. Campylobacteriosis. Common symptoms are diarrhea with traces of blood found in the stool, fever, abdominal pain, nausea, and vomiting. 6. Cadaverine and putrescine. Dr. Rothschild had this to say regarding pork. Do not consume any meat of scavenger animals comprising pork, all shellfish, shellfish varieties, skinfish, which are scaleless fish, scavenger birds, snakes, and most reptiles. The reason for this biblical prohibition is dual. The first consists in that the meat of such animals is about ten times more perishable, difficult to preserve, than that of the allowed animals. Frequently, people do not realize that a piece of meat is already poisonously spoiled until they perceive the toxic symptoms and have already ingested it. The second reason consists in the scary fact that the byproducts that originate from digesting such scavenger meats are highly poisonous. We're referring specifically to the so-called death enzymes such as cadaverine and putrescine. These death enzymes are extraordinarily useful in nature. Without their assistance, no flesh would revert to dust. They are extremely useful to break down a corpse, but terribly inconvenient in a living human body, end of quote. Number seven, swine flu. Number eight, MRSA. Number nine, Ebola restant and more. One of the headlines of the June 2012 issue of the scientific publication Discover Magazine reads, The Epidemic of Brain Parasites. The feature story interviews Theodore Nash, who heads up a clinic at the National Institute of Health in Bethesda, Maryland, and his specialty is neurocystis sarcosis. A few paragraphs from that feature follow. But Nash knows the blobs are not made up of the patient's own cells. They are tapeworms, aliens. A blob in the brain is not the image most people have when someone mentions tapeworms. These parasitic worms are best known in their adult stage when they live in people's intestines, and their ribbon-shaped bodies can grow as long as 21 feet. But that's just one stage in the animal's life cycle. Before they become adults, tapeworms spend time as larvae in large cysts, and those cysts can end up in people's brains, causing a disease known as neurocystisarcosis. Nobody knows exactly how many people there are with it in the United States, says Nash, who is the chief of the gastrointestinal parasite section at NIH. His best estimate is 1,500 to 2,000. Worldwide, the numbers are vastly higher, though estimates as a, on a global scale are even harder to make because neurocystisarcosis is most common in places that lack good public health systems. 
minimally. There are 5 million cases of epilepsy from neurocystic sarcosis, Nash says. The closer scientists look at the epidemiology of the disease, the worse it becomes. Nash and other neurocystic sarcosis experts have been traveling through Latin America with CT scanners and blood tests to survey populations. In one study in Peru, researchers found 37% of people showed signs of having been infected at some point. Earlier this spring, Nash and his colleagues published a review of the scientific literature and concluded that somewhere between 11 million and 29 million people have neurocystic sarcosis in Latin America alone. Tapeworms are also common in other regions of the world, such as Africa and Asia. Neurocystic psychosis is a very important disease worldwide, Nash says. The hunt for better drugs to fight neurocystic psychosis is not an easy process. The best way to test potential medicines on tapeworms is to get living cysts out of infected pigs. Nash and his colleagues recently set up a lab in Peru where infected pigs are abundant to do just that, end of quote. I'm looking at a picture of a human brain overrun with cysts from tenosolium. Imagine looking at a cross-section of a fruitcake laden with pieces of fruit and nuts because that is what it resembles. This brain has been invaded with over 60 tapeworm cysts. Untold hundreds of millions of today's population have been ill-affected and many are dead as a result of disregarding this one commandment of God regarding the pig. God's word is true and righteous altogether. You cannot disregard it without suffering the curse. Embrace God's word. How can man with his science finally just discover the wisdom of God while still doubt a discounting its credibility? The following excerpt is from an article written in 2008 in Discover magazine titled Superbugs in the Fridge. Never mind E. coli in your spinach or botulism in your canned beans. There could be an antibiotic-resistant superbug in your fridge. Until recently, scientists believed that the dangerous bacterium, methicillium-resistant uh, Staphylococcus auroris, MRSA, thrived primarily in hospitals. But MRSA was recently found for the first time in live pigs in North America, confirming suspicion that it has entered the food chain. In Canada, a country that provides 80% of the United States pork imports, a strain of MRSA was found in a sample of pigs and their farmers. One-fourth of 285 pigs studied were infected, according to a report in veterinary microbiology, with a 20% rate of transmission to the pig farmers. Since proper cooking will kill MRSA, such as it does E. coli, risk of food poisoning by Staphylococcus aurorus are low for those who eat well-done pork. However, the USDA has found that foodborne outbreaks have occurred due to contamination by food handlers who spread bacteria from pork products to other people. Proper handling and more sanitary living conditions for pigs can minimize such risk, the USDA says, end of quotes. God said, man said feature. The amazing word of God updates circumcision pigs, church breastfeeding. The following excerpts are listed from the April 2009 issue of Scientific American under the title, Healthy Growth for U.S. Farms. Much has been made in recent years of MRSA, the antibiotic-resistant strain of Staphylococcus bacteria, and for good reason. In 2005, the most recent year for which figures are available, 
about 95,000 MRSA infections caused the deaths of nearly 19,000 Americans. The disease first incubated in hospitals. The killer bacterium is an inevitable evolutionary response to the widespread use of antibiotics, but has since found a home in locker rooms, prisons, and child care facilities. Now the bacteria have spread to the farm. Perhaps we should not be surprised. Modern factory farms keep so many animals in such a small space that the animals must be given low doses of antibiotics to shield them from the fetid conditions. The drug-resistant bacteria that emerge have now entered our food supply. The first study to investigate farm-bred MRSA in the U.S., amazingly, the Food and Drug Administration has shown little interest in testing the nation's livestock for this disease, recently found that 49% of pigs and 45% of pig workers in the survey harbored the bacteria. Unfortunately, these infections can spread. According to a report published in Emerging Infectious Diseases, MRSA from animals is now thought to be responsible for more than 20% of all human MRSA cases in the Netherlands. End of quote. It is impossible to cast off God's word without suffering the curse. Because God's word is the truth, disregarding it brings on the curse of doing the wrong thing. It really is that simple. Galatians 6, verse 7, Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. God's word is a place to build a life that will last forever. God said, Leviticus chapter 11, verses 1 through 8, And the Lord spake unto Moses and to Aaron, saying unto them, Speak unto the children of Israel, saying, These are the beasts which ye shall eat among all the beasts that are on the earth. Whatsoever parteth the hoof, and is cloven-footed, and cheweth the cud among the beasts, that shall ye eat. Nevertheless, these shall ye not eat of them that chew the cud, or of them that divide the hoof, as the camel, because he cheweth the cud, but divideth not the hoof, he is unclean unto you. And the coney, because he cheweth the cud, but divideth not the hoof, he is unclean unto you. And the hare, because he cheweth the cud, but divideth not the hoof, he is unclean unto you. And the swine, though he divide the hoof, and be cloven-footed, yet he cheweth not the cud, he is unclean to you. Of their flesh shall ye not eat, and their carcass shall ye not touch. They are unclean to you. God said, Deuteronomy 14, verse 8, And the swine, because it divideth the hoof, yet cheweth not the cut, it is unclean unto you. Ye shall not eat of their flesh, nor touch their dead carcass. God said, Proverbs four twenty through 22, my son, attend to my words, incline thine ear unto my sayings, let them not depart from thine eyes, keep them in the midst of thine heart, for they are life unto those that find them, and health to all their flesh. Man said, there is no benefit in observing biblical prohibitions, do your own thing, don't be inhibited by an old book of foolishness. Uh, now you have the record.